0: Welcome to your show, Power Woman. From New York City to around the world, this is Madam Philosopher, and I am your host, Eve. Today's topic is power up your vision. I like to start with a quote, and I am going to start with this quote today. It reads, follow your vision even if you're the only one that can see it. Not so long ago somebody tagged me on Facebook and it had this quote and I, I read, you know, the first couple of words and then follow up your like, Oh wow, that that quote's so profound. Very nice. Um, I like it. <laughs> and I read it again and then at the end it said my name and I said, Wait a minute, um, when did I say this? So I started looking into uh the post a little bit more carefully. And it comes from an interview I was being featured in I Want Her Job. It's an online magazine. It's phenomenal. Um, they feature really amazing women, and I was very, very lucky to get featured in it. Um, you can check out their Instagram. And, you know, in the middle of, you know, the interview... In big graphics, it's like a quote by Evelyn And It's like, follow your vision, even if you're the only one that can see it. And I didn't remember saying that. Um, and so I had to stop myself and really think back. You know, why could I say that? And I looked at the date. I looked at, you know, what was happening at the time. And the way I was answering questions, I said, uh-huh. I was in the middle of a huge project, and I remember having the vision for this project and sharing the vision for this project and almost everyone just almost instantly. Like they just looked at me with these big eyes and said, are you crazy? You're really going to take this on. and when I was talking about it, I was so full of passion and, you know, I, I was, oh my God, there was a fire inside of me. I always talk about that fire because I feel like, you know, I'm like a California fire when I have a vision that I really believe in. I, I'm telling you, I'm like relentless. And, um, you know, I, I just thought, wow, you know, I have to, I have to follow this through, and it was at NJ Pack. I don't know if you guys know um, NJ Pack in, in Newark, New Jersey. It's an amazing venue, um, and it holds about twenty thousand people. It's beautiful. Everything is state of the art, and I remember being there for a couple of shows, and I thought this would be an amazing space to have a summit. Now. You know, I don't know about you guys, and I don't know how many people do this, but almost every single moment of my life and everything that I do, I am also thinking about work because work for me is not a nine to five. You know, what I do for a living is follow my passion. So, you know, everything that I do, everything that surrounds me feeds my spirit, it feeds my soul, it feeds my thoughts. And I'm always thinking, okay, you know, what would I do with this space? What would I do with this idea? How can this thing that I'm looking at right now that I absolutely love, how can I incorporate this into my vision? Um, you know, all of these different things. And when I was there for a show, I was thinking, you know what? It would be amazing to fill this space up with people to come here and talk about something that matters. You know, make art out of the conversation. And so I started sharing this idea and people thought that I was just absolutely crazy. Anyway, less than 3 months later, not only was it successful, it was it was far beyond what I had envisioned. I mean, it was just one of those moments in my life that I felt like, "Oh my god, Am I going to be able to ever top this right now? And so I started talking to my beautiful tribe of women this week about our goals and where we're at, and you know, I started to um listen very, very carefully at what was being said to me, and it just seemed like. There was a lot of people that were talking about goals, but not necessarily pursuing their vision. And let me just make it clear, you know, your vision is very, very different from your goals. We can have goals. I mean, I have goals every single day. I wake up and I have a certain set of goals for the day. but your vision, your vision is very, very much connected to your purpose. You know, your vision is something that is very, very unique to you. It comes from your authentic self. You know how, like, we talked in the other podcast about the power of the authentic self? The power of the authentic self is exactly that: that what you are here to do, your divine destiny, is only yours. That is your DNA in this world, that is your print in this world, okay? And I can't carry out that mission because that's not what I was born to do. So the vision that we have, as much, you know, there's a lot of people that don't like sharing. Sometimes they have a vision for something and they don't like sharing it with people. I speak my visions all the time. You know, my partner's always saying, you know, you always talk about, you know, what you're about to do. And then people take your ideas and, you know, how does that make you feel? And I said, it doesn't make me feel anything because they can never steal my vision. Because... You know what? What I'm here to do is very, very different from what you're here to do, right? And so, but we have a lot of people that are trying to fulfill goals that meet somebody else's vision and not their own. Why? Because we are afraid of being in our authenticity. We are afraid of pursuing the vision that is birthed in our being because that vision is very, very unique to us. And so in order for us to follow that, you have to be brave. You have to be bold. You have to be courageous because what you are about to do and embark bargain, no one else has done. That is what is so unique about it. That is what is so unique about your vision. It's something that only you can birth in your authentic self. And so I was wondering, you know, let me tell you, I don't think that we try to steal anybody's vision. I, I, you know, I really want to believe that we don't try to do it because, you know, we want to copy other people because we want to up them one. We no, you know, Let's say maybe that happens, but let's not even focus on that. I believe that sometimes we fear our own power. I think that we don't fear that we are powerless. We fear that we are powerful beyond measure. And that thought, that thought comes from the fact that we have a vision that we know that if we pursue it wholeheartedly, and we put all of our heart into it, oh my God, it is greater than anything that we have ever dreamed of. We know it. We all know what that is. You know what's burning inside of you. You know the desire that you have in your heart for your life. You know what it is. I know what is burning in my heart for me. We all have a dream that really takes up our heart, our mind, our soul. It takes up the space of our essence and it continues to drown out every other thought. You know, But when we start to try to drown it out, we start to feel miserable. We start to feel miserable in our jobs. We start to feel miserable every day and the things that we do because we know that we're doing something that is absolutely contradictory to what we really want to do. You know, There's people that wake up every single day and they are so happy to be going to their job. They're so happy to be in their nine to five. They're so happy to be in corporate America or to be teaching or to be doing social services or whatever it is that they're doing because that's what they want to do. But then there's a lot of us that are doing these things and we wake up and we're feeling miserable because it's not what we want to do. Maybe we're in social services and really what we want to go for that corporate job and something is holding us back. We think that we're not good enough. We think that we don't have the skill or we don't have you know what it takes to be in that corporate job, to become a VP, to become a CEO. Maybe we're a CEO and we're looking at things that we feel that matter more, and we want to just leave that and just take that leap of faith and go serve somewhere. And that's what's going to fulfill us, but we're not doing it because we're afraid. We're afraid of, you know, losing our financial stability or security. We're afraid of losing status and titles. Sometimes, you know, we're teaching and we feel like, you know, I can do more than this. I'm in this classroom, but maybe I want to build a school. I'm teaching art, but maybe I want to teach something else. And so, you know, we're not in our space. We're not in our authenticity. We're not expressing the most powerful self. And so our vision becomes almost this heavy burden on us, when in reality, our vision is supposed to free us. Think about it. Think about it. Let's say that your vision was taken away from you and all you had was just you know, the reality that your day-to-day life is going to run like a little routine and all you could do was whatever is on your schedule for those 24 hours and you had nothing to look forward to. But the thing is that nobody takes that away from you but you. Nobody can take that away from you but you. And the way we take this away from ourselves is in our thinking. You see, if we change our thinking, we can change our lives. But we're not focusing on what we're thinking about. I mean, do you ever think about what you're thinking about? Sometimes we get lost, right, in our thoughts, and we just go with it, and we start getting lost, and then those thoughts cause a train reaction. We start to feel The same way that we are thinking. So, if we're thinking negative thoughts, we start to feel feelings that correspond to those kind of thoughts, right? And so, when we're feeling like, I can't do this, you know, I'm never gonna be able to achieve this, I'm never gonna be able to accomplish this, I'm never gonna be able to be what I really wanna be in life, I'm never gonna, you know, manifest this, you start to feel sad, you start to feel disappointed, you start to feel depressed you start to feel all of these different things. You start to feel anxious, right? You know you say that depression is like being stuck in the past. And anxiousness is being stuck or worrying about the future. So if you are depressed about your vision, it's because something in the past is telling you, something about your experience in the past is telling you, you're not good enough to do this. You are not equipped. You are not, remember when you did, you know, this and you tried and you failed or you're gonna fail again and you get stuck in the experiences of the past and they start to dictate the experiences that you haven't had. They start to dictate your future and you start to feel anxious about it. Oh my God, It's true. I failed at this in the past, so therefore I will fail if I try again. And so our emotions get all caught up in the ideas and the thoughts that are roaming around in our heads and our vision and all of this starts to get buried inside of us and it becomes a burden instead of what it's supposed to do in our lives, which is to liberate our spirit so that we can live freely by being the most powerful expression of our authentic self. So I started thinking, okay, so if this is, you know, what, you know, I'm getting from all of this, I'm like really sitting down, I'm reflecting, I'm thinking, you know, I want to talk about this. And so what are the ways that we can power up our vision. So I started to really focus on our thinking. Like I said, change your thinking, change your life, right? And so I was like, well, what are some of the things about our thinking that really limits our vision? So one of the things I started thinking about is like, you know, we need to stop letting our emotions feed our thinking. So you know how like I said that sometimes we get caught up in our thinking and then it starts to feed our emotions. Sometimes it's the opposite. Sometimes we wake up and I know that there's a lot of people that can relate because I think that I've had a couple of like, you know, conversations this week about this where they tell me, "Oh my god, you know, I woke up. I was so motivated. I was so motivated. I was so powered up. I was on fire and then I don't know what happened." I'm like, "No, you do. What happened?" I don't know, I don't know. And I'm like, no, 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 you do. What happened? Well, I started to feel this and it changed my thinking. And I'm asking, well, what did you feel? And so they started to describe their emotions and why they were feeling that way. And they couldn't quite understand where the emotions were coming from. But I was like, you know what? This is the thing. Sometimes we create these not just behavior patterns, but we create thought patterns. And both of those things create emotional patterns. I want you to think about this. I want you to pay attention, right? Because we need to be more self-aware. We need to be very, very mindful every single day about all our actions, our words, what we do, how we do it. We need to start paying attention to ourselves, okay? Because sometimes we have a list of the things of what is stopping us from achieving our goals and following our vision, but really, there's only one thing on that list, and that's you. Just one thing. We could talk about all the different things that we put on that list, and trust me, if I created a list, uh you can run a marathon on it, okay? Cause my list could be that long. But I know, and this is definitely what I've come to know for sure, without a doubt, that the only person that can stop me from following my vision is me. And this is the thing, when we are not aware and mindful of who we are, you know, our thought patterns and our behavior patterns and our emotional patterns, they start to dictate our lives. But they have no power to dictate our lives, just the power that we have given it. And so let's say that you are a person that has grown accustomed to feeling sad or to feeling angry or disappointment. I know people that the slightest thing will make them feel like the whole world has dropped on their shoulders. And I wonder why. And I was like, but you know what? this is what they've grown accustomed to. When you think the world is going to disappoint you, the world will disappoint you. You're going to get exactly what you think it's gonna happen. So if you're constantly, if this is your pattern, if this is your behavior, that you are always expecting the worst, always preparing for the worst, always feeling that the worst is going to happen. Well, let me tell you something. That is the reality that you are creating. So maybe you wake up and you're like, I'm so full of fire. I am. Oh my God. You know what? Today is the day I'm going to change my life. I'm going to go for this job. I'm going to go for that promotion. I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to change my life. I'm going to start my business. I'm going to have a baby. I'm going to fall in love, whatever it is, whatever it is. And then all of a sudden you're driving and your tire pops or whatever happens, right? Or you miss your train and You're like, I knew it. I knew it. Something was going to happen. I knew something was going to sabotage my day. Instead of saying, you know what? This is not going to stop me. This is not going to stop me because I woke up today and I knew that this was the day that's going to change my life and I'm just going to focus and I'm going to keep going. And you know what? Okay. So my tire just popped. Okay. So I missed my train. Well, maybe life is telling me to stop. Maybe I need to pause. Maybe there's something that I'm forgetting. Maybe I need to dot some I's and cross some T's because you know what? This power move that I'm about to make is going to create a paradigm shift in my life and it's going to change my whole world. So guess what? I better be ready for it. And instead of changing, you know, that situation into an opportunity in your being, you're so used to feeling disappointed then you go straight to that emotion, straight to that emotion, and then it changes your thinking because we've created these emotional patterns that are related to our thought patterns that then lead to our behavior patterns that can't break up from each other. You know why? Because they coexist. They're so co-dependent on each other. But we have to be more mindful of ourselves. We have to be mindful of everything that we're doing and how we're doing and our reactions to the circumstances around us. Because guess what? All of those things are going to determine whether or not you will be able to power up your destiny and manifest your greatest dreams. Yes, all of that. And so we can talk about this a lot more because there's just, you know, so much to kind of sort of go into and there's just layers and layers of things. I mean, each and every single one of these things, you know, when we talk about, you know, thought patterns and when we talk about emotional patterns and we talk about behavior patterns, I mean, these are so heavy, but you know, right now, your first step is just to be mindful, be mindful. Of not allowing your emotions to feed your thinking. Okay, so when you feel a certain way, stop that. Stop. If it's a negative emotion, stop it. Because guess what? Your thinking is far more powerful than your emotions. So if you to catch yourself feeling, you know, disappointed, feeling, you know, uh, just maybe distracted. Because of a circumstance, that just happened. Whatever it is, anything that starts to drive you in the wrong direction and that negative path of negative thinking, stop it. And you can. You have the power to do that. You do. You know, when people say, you know, happiness is, you know, happiness is a state of being, it's true. Because you have the power to choose where you want to be. You have the power to choose what your state of being is going to be. You know, so if you are happy, it's because you've powered up your happiness. If you're sad, it's because you continue to power up that sadness. If you are confused, it's because you haven't taken the power of clarity and manifested so that you can have clear direction. So whatever you are feeling, whether it be positive or negative, it's because you are driving that force. Nobody else is. Only you. And you may say, yes, but this person disappointed me, but this person hurt me, and this situation is so difficult, and this... Yes, you may be right about all of those things, but only you have the power to choose how you're going to feel about that situation. And I'm not talking about denial, okay? This is not about denial, Because there are certain things that will make you sad. There are certain things that will disappoint you. There are certain things that will cause these, what we call these negative emotions. But you know what? When you sit with them, when you feel them, when you accept it, you will also know how to release it. Because it becomes negative when we allow this to become our frame of thinking and dictating our way of life. So you see the difference? It's a big difference when you feel sad and when you allow sadness to dictate your life. Okay, that's what we call depression. Depression. All right. And there's that's a little heavier. And so, like I said, there's different layers to things. But we are talking right now about, you know, kind of being mindful and present in the moment and listening and paying attention to your emotions and how those emotions are feeding your thinking. So when you want to power up your vision and you're feeling these negative emotions that are changing your thinking about how to pursue that vision, pay attention. Pay attention and switch it. Just switch it. Literally, you have the power. Listen, you are the author of your story, right? You need to take ownership of your narrative. You need to take ownership. And when you do that, you choose how your narrative is going to unfold. So that means that you can also choose how you're going to feel about a certain situation and how you're going to allow or not allow those emotions to impact your thinking. The second thing that I was thinking about is stop allowing fear to limit your thinking. Stop allowing fear to limit your thinking. I said this before, we don't fear being powerful. You know, when you're sitting down and you're thinking about that vision that is birthed inside of you and it's burning inside of you, and you're just like, man, you know, I can just envision myself being there. I, I can envision myself doing that, and there's All these emotions of excitement and passion that get stirred up and happiness and joy and you have all of these emotions. Just thinking of this vision manifesting and being true in your life. We don't fear being powerful. But somehow we have convinced ourselves that we fear being powerful. How is it that we've done that? Because we have literally married our vision to all the what-ifs. We have. Wow, if I get to that point, but this happens. If I get there and this happens. If I, all the ifs that can happen. And then all of a sudden, we think that we're powerless. Because we think that no matter what scenario we envision, something bad is going to happen that we cannot have any control over. See how our thinking starts to shift things? In our purest being. We feel emotion and we feel emotions that are tied to excitement and passion and love for what we're envisioning and all of these different great things that we know will happen when we're living our authentic self, when we're in the power of our authentic self, when we're living our best life. And yet, those thought patterns start to creep in And start to say, oh, well, what if this? And maybe this will happen. And you know what? Maybe it's better if we just stay where where we are right now, in our little comfort zone. Because at least the disappointment will not be that great. That is a lie. That's a lie that we tell ourselves so that we can feed our fears. And that is the greatest lie of all. We don't stop anything from happening just because we stay in our comfort zone. Quite the contrary. You're still going to feel everything that you don't want to feel. You're going to feel miserable. You're going to be unhappy. You're going to wonder what if. You're going to have regret. You're going to feel guilty. You know why you're going to feel guilty? Because you're going to know that inside of you, there's something different about everybody else that if you manifested that vision, it would be amazing. How many times have you thought, man, I really want to do this? You're probably listening to this podcast and saying, I want to do a podcast. I can be, you know, better than her. I I have better things to say. And you probably can. And you probably will. But get to it. Do it. There's a difference from the person that thinks they can and the person that does what they can. Because you know what? The person that does what they can, they're going to get closer and closer and closer and closer and closer closer to their vision. Because they're moving. They're moving forward. They're not being stagnant. And I'm not just talking about me. I'm talking about anybody. There's a lot of people. I mean, look at this. There's a a multi-billion dollar industry criticizing. You know, celebrities and and, and people out there and you know, all these public figures about what they're doing and what they're not doing. And people love, you know, going on these Instagram, you know, pages and going to these stories and all these gossip magazines and tuning into the show that's going to make somebody look bad because it makes you feel better about your life. You're like, oh well, you know, thank God I'm not a celebrity. You know, oh my god, look at that life. But in reality, no. You know, in reality, you probably have dreams that are bigger than that. But it's so much better to be able to criticize the person that's doing it because they're just not doing it right when you think that you could do it better. And the thing is that you probably can. And the thing is, I will dare say that you can, but you don't. And so instead of busying ourselves... Trying to criticize or pay attention to others, you know, and what they're doing and what they're not doing, and thinking I could do it better. Don't think about, you know, I could do it better. Do it better. Do it better. Because maybe that's what you were created to do. And we need to stop fearing because at the end of the day, And this is something, let me tell you, my sisters, this is something that we need to learn. You know, sometimes when we listen to other women talk about other women and we're talking to each other, when we're putting each other down, when we're criticizing each other, when we're judging each other, I'm going to tell you something right now. Everything that that person is saying and everything that we're saying to each other in that moment is just our fears. We're just speaking out our fears. We're just projecting our fears onto others. That's all we're doing. You know, we're really just telling on ourselves. When I hear somebody tell me, "Oh my God," you know, um, you know, you did this, but you could have done it better. You did this, but you know, I wouldn't do it because, oh my goodness, but you know, and they're like in that that negative mind frame. All I hear is. I wish I had the courage and the boldness to do what you're doing, but I don't. That's it. And do you know why? Not because I think I'm the best. Not because I think that I'm so great. But because I know this. I know that regardless of where I am in life, I have the boldness and the audacity to go after what I envision. And if there's nothing else, I will stick with that. But guess what? I'm getting better. Because that's what happens. When we stick to what we love, when we're faithful to our vision, and when we're passionate about pursuing our vision, we get better. And every day is a day that we perfect the art of being simply our authentic self. So we need to start paying attention. The other thing that I was thinking about is to stop letting trends drive your thinking. Sometimes we want to do something, but you know that's where you know we go into this whole copycat scenario. We want to do something. We have a vision for it, but it's so different from what everybody else is doing. And it's so different from what is trending that we are scared to pursue that. So we start looking for what is trending because we think that's what works. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Nothing will work more than you being authentic. Because people can see through you. People can see through the persona. We, I was just having a conversation not so long ago about somebody who's in leadership. And, you know, I think the world of this person, and I really, really do. I think that this person is amazing and has amazing leadership skills. However, they have these underlying insecurities and they have built a persona around it. And let me tell you something. The only reason, I'm just going to put it out there because, I, you know, transparency is key for me. I know this because I've been there. Okay? I know this because I've created a persona for my insecurities in the past. And, you know, it shows. And so some people are like, well, I don't know if I can trust this because, you know, they sound sincere, but they present themselves. And I said, listen, give this person a chance, okay? But you know what? We need to start stepping away from that. We need to stop stepping away from being fearful to being our authentic self because it doesn't fit the mold. Break the mold. Break the mold. You know, I posted on my Instagram uh, as we're coming to a close with Women's History Month. Um, this, you know, everybody knows this quote: it's "Like women that are well behaved don't make history." And there was this woman who challenged me and said, well, "What do you mean, women that are well, <laughs> women that are you know well behaved don't make?" Because I'm a well behaved woman, and you know, she kind of you know stirs some things up. And I I thought that was really interesting. Um, you know, that something that I Uh, Thought was very empowering because I, I read it and I've seen it various times and every time I read it, I'm like, I love this. You know, because it really speaks about following your own truth. And when you do, you make history because it hasn't been done. And you want to know something? You become a trendsetter. You become your own trendsetter. Be the person that actually creates the path. Don't just walk alongside somebody else's path. You know? But we're afraid of that. We're afraid of that because we're afraid of being outcasted. We're afraid of, you know, people looking at us differently. We're afraid of being misunderstood. One of the things that used to bother me the most is being misunderstood. And then I realized, you know, I don't need to be understood. I really don't. And somehow that started to shift my thinking. And it started to help me be more me. You know, when people you, well, what do you do this? And why do you do things like this? Or why don't you, you know what? I just take it as an opportunity to express myself, to be able to share. Well, you know what? Every day I'm growing I'm getting better, you know? And so, you know, we need to stop being afraid of being on the outside. We need to stop being afraid of standing out because you weren't created. To fit in. We weren't created to fit in. You know, we were created to stand out. Out of seven billion people in the world, there's only one of you. There's only one of you, and what it's in your essence is so powerful and so beautiful and needs to come out. That light, that power, that authenticity. It's what makes this world a better place. And so that vision that you have is just a vision of living the life that you were created for. You know, and so that's why we need to stop allowing our vision to be limited by our thinking. We need to stop our thinking from being limited by our emotions, by our fears, and by the trends that we see, because we are so desperate to fit in. Why are we so desperate to fit in? Why can we be desperate to be unique and celebrate our uniqueness? We're so afraid of the type of society that we have created as a human race that all we've created is little little cliques and you know the things that are fashionable and the things that are trendy and following those things and, you know, shunning everybody that doesn't and, you know, just kind of sort of these group mentalities that, you know, we want to be a part of because having your own thoughts and your own ideas has become way too provocative or, you know, something that is seen as a threat or, you know what, stand on your own truth because it's powerful and truth will always prevail. Because truth is true. There's nothing that you can do about truth but let it be. It lives. It lives without you, it lives without me, it lives. And if we just allow our truth to live, we can become conduits of this divinity that flows through us to create things that have never been created, to say things that have never been said because there's a message so unique to you because your experience is different from my experience. What you birth is different from what I will birth into the world. So why can we just allow ourselves to be in that space? So I say, power up your vision. Power up your vision. Be mindful of your emotions, of the fears that are limiting your thinking, of the trends that we're trying to follow. Because again, we fear Being unique, we fear being our authentic self. Mastery of the self is probably one of the greatest goals that we can fulfill in life, at least for me. That's why I said that my mission in life is to be the most powerful expression of my authentic self. My vision is my vision, it's something that is birthed in me. Your vision. It's your vision. Nobody can take it away, and guess what? Nobody else can carry it out. You can say, "Well, I really wanted to do this," but a billion people in the world are doing it. They'll they will never do it the way you can, because it's your vision, and because there's gonna be an ingredient that you have in it that nobody else does. That's you. You're the secret ingredient. You are the secret ingredient. So, you know what? If I had one recipe for success and I gave it to the seven billion people in the world, do you really think that we will have seven billion results of the same thing? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because each and every single one of us is the secret ingredient, our vision, It's what's going to manifest the power in anything that we do. Thank you for tuning in, Power Woman. This is your show, Madam Philosopher, from New York City to around the world. And I am your host, Eve. Until the next episode.